You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. It is a uh, post-show, post-game podcast on a Wednesday, May 6th. By the way, Al, we got through Cinco de Mayo. We didn't even reference that yesterday, which is something. Did you have any beer last night? Or I did something? not. No, it's a work Nothing. Uh, day. Tequila. Yeah. Nothing, no. Nothing at all? I didn't eat any uh, Mexican food of any sort. Right. Uh, I, I kept to my regular weekday, very boring, boring, boring life. Yes. Well, that's you know, why you have the Al's boring tweets. That's right, Jerry. It certainly works for you. Uh, you know what worked for me this morning? And I love this. I thought the Isaiah Thomas interview, when I first saw it on the show sheet, my thought was, really? I, like, you're going to put Isaiah on? All right, fine. And then you get 30 minutes of uncomfortable, awkward, yet somewhat compelling radio. And I really enjoyed it. I was at my desk listening to the whole thing. And that's why I played Moment of the Day when Boomer's sitting there going through. I can't understand... You know how this happens and when what people are thinking and blah blah. And it was he Isaiah's right. There wasn't a question, which is why there was silence. But anybody understands what Boomer was was doing and discussing, and he was having a conversation with Isaiah and Thomas. Just kind of sounded like an idiot. But I enjoyed the interview. There were a couple of things that he might have said factually that weren't right about his drafting, which Evan picked up uh, immediately because Evan knows everything about every draft, which is amazing to me. But overall, I thought it was good radio. Yes, uh, I loved the awkward pauses after every question. Yes. Knowing that. And it's funny because this is what it's come to. A, a guy like Isaiah has been around for a long time. So you know an interview like this, everything you say will be taken out of context for you know reports later in the day or when, they, when the newspapers do their reports, when the blogs do their reports, when we do updates here throughout the day. So you're spe- he's speaking very measuredly, if that's a term. Very measured. Yes, like you, you really have to think, wh- how, however I answer this, how is this going to be interpreted by other people without all the other things surrounding it? So that's what it was, but it, I, it, it made for such awkwardness, and I love that. Like, if I was listening to that on the radio, there's no way I'm shutting that off. I would agree. And it, and you talk about uh, it being awkward and, you know, having things spun. The one thing that I found really funny Maybe it was the third or fourth question they had gotten to him, and then he starts naming the Liberty players and what he's really looking yes. for. And then the other thing, too, and I felt bad for Isaiah from this standpoint. He's just become the president, and I guess uh, he'll have part ownership in it, so he has to care about it at some point. 
What Craig said to him, unfortunately or fortunately, is true in that no one's going to care about it. If they did, your building would be full every night. People would watch it. You'd have ratings. It's it's not a knock on women's basketball. It happens to be a fact. And I thought that was kind of like, oh, kind yeah, of cringed at that one a little bit. But he's right. Yeah, uh, we have the ability here to whisper into Boomer or Craig's ear. And uh, one of the things that uh, hit me uh, during the interview, which I whispered into Boom's ear that he he went with, was, you know, I just recently watched that 30 for 30 about the the Pistons. Right. right? What do they call bad boys? Yeah. Of, uh, Bill Lambeer beating down Michael Jordan, sure. physically beating him down, Isaiah being the way Isaiah was. These two guys are now involved in women's basketball. Like it's just so if I would have said to those guys in the late 80s or whenever that was, "Hey, in uh, 2015, which feels like 100 years from now, you're going to be coaching women's basketball, you're going to be the president of women's basketball." No way they'd have bought into that. Right. And that you're not going to have a role in the NBA. Right. How is that possible? Yes. Like you would think all those guys, they were saying, you know, Rick Mahorn, Dennis Rodman, all these guys would have some sort of a future in the NBA, and you're right. Instead, here they are with the New York Liberty. Yeah, so that is posted up at boomerandcarton.com and also at play.it if you want to listen to that. If you didn't hear it, I would go check it out. I suggest it strongly. Yes, Jerry, yesterday we had a discussion. I'm not sure how it came up. But I have a problem with this, but go ahead. But about, uh, we were talking about facial hair. Oh, we were talking about the Yankees growing mustaches. Yeah. And I was talking about the goatee, and it hit me as I was saying it that Billy Goat's have the little hair under their chins, the the goat animals, and how a goatee is probably named after that, to which I believe you Googled it during the show and said that was not true. Yeah, well, this is the problem I have with it, because some guy clearly highlighted it and sent it to us. Yeah, on, that, on Twitter that, afterwards. Yeah, there's, so there is some truth to that, you know, according to what Wikipedia said. Here's my issue with it. I pulled it up yesterday, and if you go back and listen to our podcast yesterday, you'll hear me go silent for a solid 60 seconds. And I read the whole thing. And the line that he highlights was not there. So you're suggesting I he, read it. he wrote that into Wikipedia. Someone added it. Highlighted it. I'm then telling sent you, it. Oh, someone awesome. added that after our podcast. I that like that. That having been said, the second problem I have is that you just couldn't let it go. Oh, I love it. You had to make sure you stuck that in there this morning. Yeah, I was so happy, too, yesterday. People that listened to the podcast and tweeted immediately about the goatee immediately being named after the hair on yeah. the chin of a goat. Meantime, not one damn tweet about you thinking Democrats are one part of uh, uh, the three branches of government well, or no the one fact knows. that financial is one either. No one knows those government branches, Jerry. If you're an American, you should well, know Well, if you were in school and you happen to be remembering that, yes. Who's the vice president? Go. Right now? Now, go. Joe Biden? Okay. Nailed it. You did nail that one. I'll give it. And people love the marshmallow joke. They oh did. That's true. I, I mean, told you tremendous time you've marshmallow done that. joke. But if you didn't hear it, it's new to you. Jerry, I'm a little confused by this. I mean, if I was confused by the, the, the branches of government. This really got me confused. So fans are filing a lawsuit against uh, Pacquiao saying that he didn't disclose that shoulder in- injury. Therefore, he wasn't really up to par for fighting. Therefore, we paid for a fight that wasn't a fair fight. Is, is, do I have this correctly? Essentially, you know yes. It? Essentially. So I never understand the idea of the class action lawsuit. Maybe you get this too. Sometimes when I go to the mailbox, I'll get a thing. It'll be like, uh, I'm going to use this company. Just, just. I'm sure there are no lawsuits against them. But let's say I get a letter. I happen to have uh, Verizon as my uh, wireless carrier. Right. They might, uh, they might get a letter. Oh, there's a... Uh, uh, what are we calling a class action lawsuit against Verizon? If you fill this out, blah, 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 you may be entitled to money. I never can be bothered with filling out a form 
for a class action lawsuit because if I didn't have a problem with it to begin with, why am I now hopping on the right. the lawsuit bandwagon? I agree with you. I would say in this case, uh, and I will not get a, I will not be a part of this because I didn't buy the fight. I didn't bet on the fight. Quite frankly, I didn't care about the fight. Um, in a case like this, I could see where a lot of people didn't realize they could have some action towards Pacquiao from this standpoint. If I bet a thousand dollars on Manny Pacquiao to go out and beat Floyd Mayweather, what the hell did I just give a thousand dollars towards to a fighter? That likely had no chance because he had a torn rotator cuff in his shoulder. So I could see being like, you know what? I'm signing my name because if there's any chance I could recoup anything, I want my money back. Or if I'm one of those people that put $130 down to get the fight on pay-per-view, why did I spend money on a fight that had no chance? So I could see people getting behind something like this. The other things you're right. They usually come with letters and a lot of paragraphs that I don't have the attention span to get through. This is simple. And I do think this, I don't know. I mean, you know, Craig said this is a felony, what he did. There's no chance the guy's going to jail for one to four years. I don't believe that for a second. But clearly what he did is wrong, and the fact that he concealed it and didn't say anything. You have millions of people bet on this fight and bought this fight for what? Right. Would I have to go to court in a class action lawsuit? I don't think you would. I think as long as you're a part of the lawsuit or your name is attached to it, I don't think you would have to. Because you can all... have thousands of people in this thing, I Yeah, think. what if we all had to go to court one day? Well, that would be a big courtroom and it'd yeah. be a big parade of people. I'd like to be called to the witness stand. Now, you bought the pay-per-view. What was that like? And then I would tell my story in front of like a, no, a huge audience. You're saying thousands, hundreds of thousands of people in this courtroom. I don't know how they would do it. It would be like Babe Ruth's funeral. Remember that? I don't. When they had the, well, I know you don't remember. You ever, oh, never yeah, read about it or saw the pictures of it? I didn't. So after Babe Ruth passed away, they had a viewing. Did he die Yan- young? At Yankees. Yeah, Babe Ruth was what is it, in his 50s, I think. Back and then, that was old, though. It wasn't, actually. Oh. Uh, and so, I mean, older, maybe compared older. to now, yes. Yeah. Not like he was 90, though. Right. And they had an open viewing at Yankee Stadium, and the Yankee fans literally lined up around the block. You go for these the open viewings for uh, celebrities? No. Who would have to pass a celebrity in your life that you would maybe, if it was here in New York and you could go after the show, you would wait in line and go do a walk-by? I mean, this is kind of morbid, isn't yeah. it? You really want an answer? Yeah, well, Babe Ruth is a is a good one. Uh, I don't know that there's a... I don't know. I don't know that there is one. I guess if there's any... If I had to take a pick, this is really morbid to talk yeah. about this. I would say well, Alyssa pick someone Milano. fun, then. Alyssa Milano. I love her. There's no chance there's going to be a public viewing for Alyssa Milano. Of course there's not. Why would, but the the whole question was stupid. When was the last time there was an open viewing for a celebrity? I mean, I'm talking about 1940-something when Babe Ruth died. Or 1950, whatever the hell it was. When was was the last open viewing for a celebrity death? Did they have one for Sinatra? Not that I recall. I don't don't think they did. What about uh, Michael Jackson when he passed? Did they have an open viewing? I believe so, yeah. But was it an open viewing? Oh, if you're a celebrity, yeah. Was it a closed casket? Uh, probably closed I casket. I believe the babe was an viewing. open viewing, if I'm not oh. mistaken. Do you like that uh, open uh, casket thing? It's no. kind of weird to me. No, I don't like it at yeah. all. I don't like death. I like the closed casket. In fact, I would like to be cremated, and then my family take my ashes when they go to, like, for example, Mother's Day this you Sunday. You want to be taken around I want to be taken to Mother's Day. The idea, though, of Put going on the through that, the fire. What, being the person responsible for moving my ashes? No, on? no, oh. the, whole, the whole process of becoming the ashes. Oh, yeah, That's but... That's ter- terrible. 
It's terrible, but... We'll need a mausoleum. Keep my body intact, and then when we up, figure things out, pump me back up. Let's go. But are, I always wonder this, too. Where are we putting all of these... Where, like, aren't we going to run out of space? Aren't yes, we all going to have to be 2200, there's going to be a major issue. Yeah, we're going to have to just be cremated. Uh, you're also going to have issues with garbage. Right. Right? Landfills. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of issues. That's why... But how haven't we gotten there yet with all these we're things? We're closing in on it. I mean, let's be like, honest. Like, where's this garbage go? Right I now, have, I'm going to throw this bottle in Do we in the... burn garbage? I don't know. Like in Toy Story, they burn garbage. Yeah. And the toys almost got burned, but they were able to... Hey, hey, I always just see landfills, which doesn't make any sense. Like, let's take all this garbage and put it uh, under the land. Under, the like, the ground. It doesn't go under the ground. In landfills? And they make a mulch out of it. Right. but that, Exactly. But I'm saying that it's not like they... Get oh, they don't, cra- they don't get into dig the, ground? the earth up, and then it's not like they're burying a treasure. That's what I'm saying. Like it goes to a landfill, and then do they burn it? You're saying they mulch it? Who the hell knows? What I think they burning do. it would be a great idea. I mean, the two of us really incinerate could be the dumbest bastards around here. I said this yesterday. I'll say it again. The more we do this, the more I realize I don't know a lot about yeah, a lot. Right. But it's good to talk it through. Yes, talk it through to really see how stupid we are. Because I didn't know goatees were named after the hair on the goat. By the way, I'm still not sure they are. It made sense to me at the time, and then Wikipedia proved it. All right, let's move on, Al. Do you realize today is Wednesday and Mother's Day is Sunday? Are you aware of this? I am aware of this, yes. Are you stressed out? Uh, I'm not stressed out. Well, you should be. Well, Well, you probably shouldn't be because you probably went to Pro Flowers. I did. I was stressed out. I'm not anymore. Why? Pro flowers. This is all you have to do. And for my wife, same thing. I was talking to my boys yesterday. I'm like, what are we going to do? I'm like, stupid. You got your mother pro flowers. Let's get my wife pro flowers. So that's what she's getting. And it has taken all the stress out of Mother's Day, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, Kim got them a few weeks ago. I'm going to get her another batch now because technically Mother's Day is Sunday. 100 blooms, free glass vase, $19.99. It is a must-have. And if you're stressed out... This is a very easy way to unstress yourself. Yeah, I like to do all of my shopping in one spot. And I I'm, think that's smart. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, I'm doing that at proflowers.com. 100 blooms, free glass vase, 1999. You simply go to proflowers.com. There's a blue microphone in the top right corner. You're going to click that. Type in B and C, proflowers.com, B and C. Once you click the blue microphone, order today because this offer, Jerry, will expire at midnight. And I, before I move on, I just want to make one thing yeah. very clear, too. If you're out there, the website is a piece of cake, which in today's day and age, that's a big deal. So yeah. proflowers. That's on the internet, right? On the internet, yes, as I'm very well-versed in the internet, yeah. Uh, Remember all those videos, speaking of the internet, that Jim Brewer was doing on his Facebook page? Yeah, people love them. Yeah, so every time Mets would win, he'd go on, yeah, go Mets, M-E-T, all that stuff. We're going to beat the Yankees, right, all that, and that was great. I have no idea if this is related to it or not, but I'm certainly sure it probably is. Jim Brewer will be in in the booth today on SNY. I think it's great. It's going to be fun tonight. This is something you and I should have thought of. We sit here all the time. We could be shooting quick videos after every game. Then we would be in the SNY booth tonight. We're that would that be bright. cool. Yeah. Well, what can we do? Like, what? What? Booth well, videos can we get is in? over. Um, let's do something with the Yankees. Let's grow mustaches like the Yankees, and we'll get in that booth. I don't want a mustache. We'll videotape you growing a mustache. I every don't day. want a mustache. Oh, you didn't want one, right? I have no interest in a mustache. Oh. Nor does my wife. Therefore, I will not have a mustache. Brewer will be great. I'll tune in tonight. Almost, well, I'll watch the Met game anyway uh, because I love the Mets. But I will be. Interested in once uh, Brewer hits there because the he's problem. a crazy person. Here's the problem with Brewer in the booth tonight. There's no reason for it. You got Jacob Degrom pitching. Right, people are going to tune in anyway. Right, this needed to be on a Dylan G. No offense, that Jonathan Meese start. Yeah, uh, maybe, but that's also the truth. I mean, look at the attendance when these guys pitch compared to when Degrom and Harvey pitch. 
Even Cologne last night. You know, you got the Orioles in and Buck Showalter. The Orioles are a decent team. Cologne's been great. Where is everybody? Right. And I know the Mets haven't been great of late, but still, when G and Nice pitch, that's when Jim Brewer should be in. That having been said, I was going to watch anyway. Now I will make sure that I watch. Yeah, and I'm going to try to think of an idea to get us in one of these other booths. Jerry, I like this story that came out of Cleveland, Ohio. That's home to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I've heard Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Ohio. Uh, Ohio. Johnny Manziel doing something that I appreciate. He's moving from downtown Cleveland to the suburbs. Smart. This is where I live. The suburbs. Yes, the suburbs, which is where responsible adults right. usually live. Because you know what goes on in the suburbs, nothing. Jerry, where I live? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, nothing I always love, goes on. I always love when we get out, and we get up, obviously, at 2, 2.30 in the morning for work. I always love when I get in the car at 3, and I'm on my way to the parkway. I don't see a car. Yes. Maybe one. And then you get on the, uh, for me, the Garden State Parkway, and I'm usually the only car on the parkway. Then I get into Staten Island, there's a couple more cars, and then I get into Brooklyn, it's like, poof. It's like it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon right. already. And then you're in Manhattan, and there's cars everywhere. It's really something how the city is just so different. Yeah, and the city equals trouble. Suburbs equal calm life. So why that's where you, Johnny Manziel's going. Why has J.R. Smith not gotten in trouble in Cleveland then? I don't know. Why does J.R. Smith say there's nothing to do in Cleveland? There's Johnny Manziel's afraid of Cleveland City, I'll the give city you of Cleveland. An example, in uh, Basking Ridge, New Jersey, where I call home, Jerry, if I want to go out on a Friday night for drinks uh, with a lovely lady uh, on a day- nice date, you know that by 11.30 all the bars are closing? Yes. So, I, and there's, and there's no one in there. Now, I don't have that issue. Some of the bars in Matawan and Hazlitt and even uh, Middletown, and then if you get into Red Bank, we're good till 1. It's not 11.30 is pathetic. Yeah, 11.30 is pathetic. I mean, let's be honest. But I think that's a great move by Johnny Manziel. It is. You know, it would show if I'm the Cleveland Browns that he's serious about his football career. I don't know if he can play, but at this level. But it shows he's serious at least about the rehab and what he went through. If you could move right now. Santa Monica. You'd go to Santa Monica, California? Yeah, I would go to either Santa Monica. I like um, Miami Lakes, which is very close to Miami Beach, but inward a little bit. Okay. Beautiful area. I like that. Santa Monica. And I would consider, you're going to laugh at me. But I'm serious. I would consider the Dallas-Fort Worth area, which I think is phenomenal. The few times I've been there, up and coming, new strip malls, new uh, new things to do, uh, big shopping malls, great developments. I like it out there a lot. Those would be the three places I would go. I hear uh, San Diego. That's well, yeah. Spot. I mean, to me, San Diego, Santa Monica, it's one and one A. Oh, that's one. They're I in like, the same area? No. Santa oh. Monica is just outside of Los Angeles. San Diego is further down the coast. But to me... You know, it's one or the other because Santa Monica is awesome. You're right on the beach. It's a younger crowd, the bars, the restaurant scene. San Diego's, the way I understand it, the few times I've been there, um, a little more laid back. My, I had relatives that lived in Laguna Beach, which is a little further from San Diego, too. I mean, you talk about spectacular. That's when I sit there and say, what the hell are we doing where we live? When I was a little kid, well, like in high school, my plan was I was going to graduate high school and I was going to move to California I was going to become a stand-up comic at night and have a uh, office cubicle job during the day. Yeah, you could have done the pillow and the marshmallow joke. Yeah. And then you'd be in that cubicle all day and night. <laughs> but what happened, Jerry, when I turned 17, <laughs> I looked like I was 12. So what? And I could never have survived going to California. But why wouldn't California. you have picked up and gone to California anyway and followed the dream? 
Because I was a little kid still at 17, 18, 19 years old. But you weren't. I you were 19. If you saw me, I know, but I, I, maturity-wise, I was very oh, young. Oh, well, that's different, I guess. But you ended up moving to Tampa, which isn't bad. I did, but I was already 20-something. Like, do you that. look back on those times now and say how, like, do you look back fondly on that time? And on join Tampa? The, yeah. Yes. Do you think you could have lived there for the rest of your life? Yes. You could have. Yeah, if I didn't have family up here. Because that's the problem. You, you, uh, both of my sisters had kids, right? So I didn't want to be you the uncle be around that it. lived far away. That's fair. I get it. But if I had no family, or if they were willing to move wherever, yeah, I would could have stayed in Tampa forever. Right. It was great down there. Yeah. Great weather. Santa Monica for me. Yeah. Jerry, you know I shave my head, right? Uh, I'm looking at your bald head right now. Yeah. Yes. And I shave my face. I can tell. And I always heard you complaining about the cost of razors. Ugh, and I would just sit kidding. there going, and all Jerry does is shave his face. I shave my head and my face. That's like twice as many razors as you. Except I shave a lot more than you. Oh, yeah. I was shaving once a week. Um, every two days. But I always would forget to get razors when I would go to the supermarket. Or I'd have to go behind the counter with the dude to get them behind the counter because they're so expensive and people are stealing them. Annoying. But no more, Jerry. Harry's.com and Harry's are giving our listeners $5 off your first purchase of a starter set with coupon code postgame. After entering postgame at checkout, you get Harry's starter set for just 10 bucks. Awesome. Jerry, that's a month's worth of savings for just $10 with promo code postgame at checkout. Now the starter set includes a razor, three of Harry's high quality German engineered blades, and a bottle of shaving cream, and it comes right to your door. You don't have to leave your house. How good is that? And the shaving cream, by the way, as I've now used it now for over a month, is phenomenal. Go to harrys.com and enter our code POSTGAME at checkout. Get $5 off your first order of a starter set. That's right. With the code POSTGAME, you can get a month's worth of shaving for just $10. That's harrys.com, code POSTGAME at checkout, and change the way you shave forever like I know I have. Yes, Jerry. Al, I got to go. Oh, what do you have to do? More updates? I've got an update in 90 seconds. For Joe and, and I'm in a different studio oh, right I now. Oh, I see. I so, suppose. Hasta la vista. You should go. Albert, baby. I got nothing to do. That's sad, isn't it? <laughs> like it's, it's 10.58 and you're like, I got nothing until I can't wait to get back here tomorrow at 3 a.m. I'll probably get lunch. <laughs> That's exciting. Stars of the show, Alan Jerry.